Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. The King of the Ring is serious business. A fabled history and heralded past. I cannot believe this moment right here. The King of the Ring. Kings become champions. You win the King of the Ring, you become an immediate player. And champions become legends. 316 says I just whipped your ass. Three men on the verge of superstardom. Only one will be crowned king. everyone to episode 27 of the five star match game i am your humble host joe gagney Longtime listeners will know we have done shows on wrestlemania the royal rumble SummerSlam, and survivor series so it has come to this you're on to the fifth of the big four the king of the ring tournament so yes we will crown a king of trivia today with a retro wwf theme there's only one panel of guests i could assemble up first, returning champion bon vivant he will send you bob dylan concerts but not in a timely manner mr justin <laughs> shapiro Justin, how are you doing? Orf with their heads. <laughs> or that's the queen, right? But hear ye, hear ye, uh, going to win the big show. It's late May and the boys of summer are gearing up for their favorite time. Excellent. Next, also returning champion, co-host of Through the Years, where he sadly wastes his time chronicling has-beens like Samoa Joe, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson. <laughs> it's Matt Forestine. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so last time uh, that we did this show together, somebody embarrassed themselves, and it wasn't me. And this time, it is my turn to be embarrassed. So hope everyone's looking forward to that. Excellent. Yeah. Last, never least, uh, the other half of Through the Year is someone who got yelled at by CM Punk this year, Mr. <laughs> Trevor Dame. Trevor, how are you? Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you how um, 
much this this show affects me. I literally had a nightmare about doing this show last night, and the nightmare wasn't like unrealistic. It is just what is going to happen. Like it was just the most mundane dream where I was doing this show and I lost, and then I woke up, and then I'm not kidding. So for those who don't know, their um, five star match game like deep episode lore. There was an episode we did where I scratched a bug bite on my leg and it would not stop bleeding during the episode. I swear to God today, I have a bump in that exact same spot that I will not scratch, which I can only call gagney-induced stigmata. I don't know what the fuck is happening to me. I want this to be over. Wow. Wow. That is very on What kind of horror shit is this? It just (laughs) develops every time. That's so gross that it makes me want to gag me. Edit that out. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I told you I was going to embarrass myself. Leave it in. Yes, for record time. A <laughs> uh, quick note on this one. The King of the Ring has had many iterations from an unaired tournament in the New England area to a decade-long run on pay-per-view to popping up every now and then when they feel like it the last uh, 20 years or so. The crux of the show is on the pay-per-views, but the other two phases will pop up. So we have five rounds of trivia. Let us begin. It was a very good year. <laughs> Round one, it was a very good year. Fan of this I'm show. not kidding. Wow. All right, for this game, I'll give you a match or circumstance. You told me the year where it took place. So if I said the first King of the Ring on pay-per-view, hopefully you respond 1993. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Justin, you know so much. You're up first. <laughs> are you ready? Okay. All right, we have Art Donovan in the booth. 1994. Is correct. How much does that guy weigh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Matt, for yours, you have, there are two correct answers for this. So from 1985 to 2002, one of two years, there was not a King of the Ring tournament. Oh, 1992. Uh, That is correct. The other, 1990. All right, Trevor. Oh, no. You get the first year with only the semis and the finals on pay-per-view. So there were just two rounds. That would be 1996? That is correct. All right, Justin, back to you. The world title changes hands on a King of the Ring show. The first time the world title changes hands on a yep, King first of the time. Ring show? Well, that should mm-hmm. be 1993. Oh, I thought I could trick, trip you up, but no, that's correct. You tricksy fuck. Matt, you have the first time the Intercontinental title changes hands on a King of the Ring show. Oh, um, it's going to take me a second, but I think it was 1996. You think correctly, that is... I'm a Johnson winning it. That is correct. All right, Trevor. I tried to do sex on him. <laughs> Trevor, Problem- you have... Problematic angle. Yes, absolutely. You have the tag titles change hands for the oh, first no. time on the King of the Ring show. Uh, 1995. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the year 2000 they had to go to. <sighs> Too cool to win that. All right, Justin, back to you. The King of the Ring finals does not close out the pay-per-view. Um, that should be uh, Piper and Lawler in 94, right? Should be and is, is correct. <laughs> All right, Matt, you have the first year with a 32-person tournament. Oh, boy. Um, 32. So no qualifiers. Everyone was just in it. Oh, man. Um, I'm de- I mean, I'm definitely going to get this wrong, but I... We'll say nine. No. Mm. Oh, man. 1995. I don't know. Oh, it was the year 2000. 
They okay. had that big tournament. I had no idea. <laughs> All right, Trevor, you have the Ultimate Warrior competes on a King of the Ring show. Oh, is that 1997? Oh, it was 96. I'm sorry. <laughs> the sore grows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, you have the first year. Only the finals were on pay-per-view. It was not a King of the Ring show. It was another random pay-per-view that just had the finals. Oh, I see. That should be um, 2006. Oh, that's correct. Yes. All right, Matt, you have the year the entire tournament was on a Raw. 2008. Oh, correct. Very good. All right, Trevor, you have the only King of the Ring special to air on the network. Would that be... Oh, it's the it's the Bad News Barrett one. Is that 2015? That is, is correct. Oof. All right, Justin, you have the King of the Ring is crowned outside the United States. <laughs> First time that happened. Wouldn't it have been cool if you got it wrong and you could tell me you had some bad news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one time. <laughs> One time he gets it right. Ugh. So this is the time it was crowned outside of the United States, you said? Yeah, indeed I did. I hope there were no, like, some stupid Canada rock, because this should be um, 2021, 20, right? That is correct. Okay. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Bless majestic All right. Riyadh. All right, Matt, your final question. Hulk Hogan's final King of the Ring appearance. 2002 is correct. Kurt Angle on that show. All right, Trevor, your final question. The King of the Ring, or I'm sorry, a match on a King of the Ring show wins the worst match in The Observer. Oh, that would be 2000. That would be uh, Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, Braun Panties. Oh, showing off. He is correct. All right, so the end of round one, we have Justin and Lee with five, Matt with four. Trevor with three, plenty of game left to play. We are on to round two, the men who would be king. <laughs> For this game, I'll give you a name. You tell me if they ever competed in the King of the Ring tournament. So if I said Bret Hart, hopefully you respond yes. Don't need the year or anything, just if they were ever in it. Now, two and not the notes. qualifiers? And not the qualifiers? Two important notes here. <laughs> Qualifying rounds do count. Oh. Man. And this is for 1993 and onward. So don't worry about anything in the uh, 80s or or 1991. So everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Matt, you're up first. Are you ready? Uh, no, but go ahead. All right. You have <laughs> your first name is Quebecer Pierre. My first name is Matt. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, holy shit. I'm going. I'm gonna say no. I'm sorry. He was in a qualifying match against Mabel in 1994. If 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 Trevor gets like Bret Hart as the next one, I'm gonna be so mad. Trevor, you have Brett. No, I'm kidding. You have oh. Rick, Rick Steiner. I'm going to say no. You are correct. Scott yeah. had a qualifying match in 1994, but Rick never did. All right, Justin, your first name is Aldo Montoya. Where do you get off asking me a question like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. Oh, I would not be sure because he did not. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. ahead on this round. I'm ahead on this round. Let's yep. end the game right now. Your next name is Mentor. Oh, boy. Mentor, Mentor. Well, it would have had to have been 1995. So let me just Google this. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, um, yes. 
Yes, it's correct. Got a qualifier against Bob Hawley. All right, Trevor. Yes, he did. Your next name is Kamala. Oh, I'm going to say yes. You're correct. Had a qualifier against Mr. Hughes in 1993. All right. Justin, your next name is Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Um, uh, no. <laughs> Emphatic no is correct. All right, Matt. You're wait, ne- wait. Actually, Kane was in it, and he was Diesel. So <laughs> <laughs> None of this Undertaker versus Undertaker loophole. <laughs> All right, Matt. Your next name is Rick the Model Martell. Okay, and you said it that it was not before 1993, yes. right? I'm yes, still those do not get, count. I'm still going to say yes. Oh, I'm sorry. He did not. All right. I knew it would have had to have been 93 or nothing, so I just took a shot at it. All right, Trevor, your next name is Jerry the King Lawler. Yes. Yes, he was actually in the tournament proper in 1997. All right, Justin, your next name is Sid. Psycho Sid? Yes. I don't see how he could have been. No. No is correct. (sighs) All right, Matt, your next name is Terry Funk. Now I Google 1998 again. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not doing that. Um, gosh. No. Oh, he was against Mark Henry in 1998. <laughs> right, Trevor, your next name is Barry Horowitz. I'm going to say no. You'd be correct. All right, Justin, your next name is Marty Janetti. I got a mute to take a sip of water. Siri, name all the people who came <laughs> uh, Marty Gennetti? Nah. I'm sorry, he was in 96. Okay. Up in Savio Vega. Okay. All right, Matt, your last name is Foyerson. Is Foyerson. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, Jim Neidhart is your final. Who? <laughs> um, no. No is correct. Finally. All right, Trevor, your final name is Draws. Uh, yes. Yes is correct. Wrestled the big show in 99. All right, Justin, your final name here is King Kong Bundy. Mm-hmm. I think the best draws in the King of the Ring tournament was Tatanka versus the Narcissist, but... King Kong Bundy did lose to Shawn Michaels in 95. That is absolutely correct. All right, so at the end of that round, we have a tie, as Justin and Trevor both have eight. Matt right behind with six. That is not not right behind, but it's kind of you to classify it that (laughs) way. That's pretty close. (laughs) Can I propose that every round from now on, the rounds like this where I have at least a 50% chance of getting it right through blind luck? (laughs) All right, it's time for our third game the popular favorite list them and learn for this, for this game i'll give you a category say everyone who has ever competed in the king of the ring tournament we'll say they're about 100 people player one will say how many they can name off the top of their head we'll say 50 then it switches to player two who can either say they can name more or challenge player one if you say you can name more you don't have to increase by one you can name as many as you like it goes back and forth until someone is challenged 
When challenged, you have to name the appropriate number of names. Do so, get two points. Make any error, your opponent gets two points. Everyone gets two chances, one to go first and also challenge. So, Matt, I'm going to give you the choice here. You are in third place right now. We have one question with 11 items on it, one with 16, and one with 17. I'll do the one with 17. 17, all right. All right, this will be for you and Justin. All right, so from 1993 to the present, 17 individuals can say they made it to the finals of a King of the Ring tournament or the Queen's Crown tournament, if that's what they're called, but did not win that tournament. How many can you name? I'll say you said so. So the, the runner up, basically, you're saying, right? Yes. Yes. The runner up. I'm going to say 12. 12, Justin. I can do like like 14 of those. 14 out of 17. All right. I guess I'll say 15. What the what the hell? <laughs> Oof. From 93 on? Yep. I would really love while well, people listened to name 16 of them. Whoa! It's all or nothing now, uh, Matt. There's one that I definitely know I can't remember, so I'm going to say, Justin, go ahead. All right, we need 16 names. I'm scared, guys. <laughs> 16 names of the runners-up of the King of the Ring are as follows. They tried their best, but they fell short. Justin, Bam. it's all Justin. It's all on Google. Just look it up. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow. It gives you one. Um, Razor Ramon. Gives you two. Sabio Vega. Yeah, three. Jake the Snake Roberts. Gives you four. The Deranged Mankind. A popular favorite of ours, number five. <laughs> uh, uh, The Rock. Famous Rock gives you six. X-Pack. X-Pack gives you seven. Rikishi. Rikishi gives you eight. Where are we in time? Okay, uh, Kurt Angle. Gives you nine. Uh, Robert Van Dam. Gives you ten. Okay. And we've entered what historians like to call <laughs> the cool zone. Bobby Lashley. That gives you 11. CM Punk. Gives you 12. Oh, no. Um, the Bastard Neville. Neville gives you 13. I've encountered a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Chad Gable. That gives you 14. You're two Finn away. Balor. 15. We need one more name. Yeah, there's a big problem here. Um, so Seamus would have beaten someone, and Zelina Vega would have beaten someone. Yep. Okay, everybody just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so the year is probably like 2010. I'm Seamus. I love to be kicking people with my foot. And who's some poor schmuck they will put in the uh, uh, thing with me? I'm Seamus. I know he had a ladder match with John Morrison, so I'm going to say John Morrison. That gives you 16. Wow. Oof. Justin, Justin yeah? was just selling the drama. He, he knew all <laughs> along. <laughs> what, what girl did Zelina beat? Now that would be the dewdrop. 
Whoa. Okay. Okay. Trevor, I'm going to give you a choice between... This is for you and Matt. There's a category with 11 and a category with 16. Gotta go with 11. Oh, boy. You will regret this. Oh, no. 1985 to 1991, there were six untelevised King of the Ring tournaments. 11 men can say they went to the finals of those tournaments. How many can you name? Um, Joe, I'm going to do the classic Trevor Dane strategy. I can name one. One. Okay. Matt, what do you got? All right. So just uh, to repeat the question, you said from 1985 to 1991, who made it to the finals, you said? Yep. Yep. So there'll be two men per year, although someone went to the finals twice. All right. I can name six. Six. Whoa. Yeah. You know what? This is where I throw in a dramatic twist. I actually focused on this because I had a feeling Joe would try and knife us. I'm going to say I can do nine. Whoa, nine. All right, do it. Oof. Okay, so it's the finals. Okay. Yep, the Um, finals. Okay, I memorized the winners, so that's Don Morocco. Gives you one. Harley Race. Gives you two. Randy Savage. Gives you three. Ted DiBiase. Gives you four. Tito Santana. Gives you five. And then the shocking twist, Bret Hart won the last untelevised one before he won the first pay-per-view one. All right, that gives you six. We need three more names. Can I say Randy Savage again? Because he also was in the I'm finals. I'm afraid not. Okay. Um, Brett the IRS in the last untelevised one. All right. That gives you seven. We need two more. The first one was the Iron Sheik. It gives you eight. Oh, okay. I should have just gone eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh, Rick Martell, right? 89 is correct. That gives Ooh. you nine. Oh, my God. Two names not mentioned. King Kong Bundy in 1987. Pedro Morales in 1986. Two he points did. for Trevor here. All right, so this comes down to Justin and Trevor. They're both tied. Right now, this is going to be a key. So, Justin, I believe you get to go first. Are you ready? Right. So he and I have the same number of points. You both have 10 right now, yes. That's wild. It is. 16. 16 individuals can say they were involved in a men's world title match on a King of the Ring show from 1993 to 2002. So the the 10 pay-per-views. How many can you name? Surely like 12. 12. All right, Trevor. 13. Oof. (laughs) I could name, I could name just like 14 of them. Okay. I, I can't do that so well. Oh boy, 14. All right. They were in the championship match for the world yes. title. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. For the, the belt was at stake, yes. Okay. Hulk Hogan. All right. Yoko Zuna. Is it one and two? Bret Hart. Is three? Diesel. You four. Um, Shawn Michaels. You five. The British Bulldog. You six. The Undertaker. You seven. You're halfway there. I'm scared to say Farouk. 
But it's Farouk. It's Farouk. It is Farouk, yes. That gives you eight. Stone Cold. Gives you Stone nine. Boston. Okay. <laughs> I didn't yes. know if you were going to give me that. <laughs> Kane. Gives you ten. The Rock. Gives you eleven. Triple. Well, if you are six guys in a match where maybe the title was on the line, you're eligible for this game. You are eligible, right? yes. Yes, you would be an eligible in theory. Okay, Triple H. Gives you 12. Vince McMahon. Gives you 13. We need one more. Uh, Shane McMahon. Shane Gives McMahon. You 14. Wow. You know the two names not mentioned? And do I know them? Um, it was 2001, I'll give you that, if that... Uh... Jericho and Benoit. There you go. Cool. Great job. Uh, Thanks, all around Joe. on that, Justin. It's four points out of that round. He is a 12. That is at six. Trevor is at 10. Not too far behind, so... We got a little more game to play. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like You know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever, but if you're really in this game to, to find value and find particular cards... It sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading, so you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. And you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying... Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Off again, that's arena club.com slash VOW net, arena club.com slash VOW net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. 
What's going on, guys? This is Rich from the Flagship Podcast here on the Voice of Wrestling Podcast Network. If I could have a moment of your time, I'd like to tell you about one of our sponsors, Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock is a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell, all three-in-one, offering you triple security. So you can have everything in one device rather than installing many pieces on your front door. But it's not just for security. Eufy Video Lock is also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated cameras. Some other great features we love about the Eufy Video Lock is it is easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for keys when your hands are full. You never have to worry about kids losing keys or passing among renters. You also have 0.3 second, 0.3 second, fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking again 0.3 seconds it's going to recognize your fingerprints and in one second it's going to unlock and with the ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be also no battery anxiety you have a rechargeable battery in there that could last around four months and you will get a low battery notification before it runs out a passcode unlocking a remote control with the 2k clear sight see who's at your door and control from anywhere through the Eufy app. With enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. You can also secure your package delivery by view and two-way audio. And then best of all, no monthly fee. A bunch of other brands out there are going to charge you a monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and you never have to pay for storage. Customer service, Eufy's got you handled as well. They're on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by their professional customer service team. Contact them anytime by telephone, email, or live chat. Personally, as a homeowner, I love my Eufy video lock. I have the ability to see what's going on when I'm not home, when packages have has arrived, and, and really the thing I love the most about it, the ease of being able to lock and unlock my doors without having to fumble with my keys and reach in my pocket or, wait, no, crap, they're in my backpack, all that sort of stuff. All this is happening while my dogs are barking at me. You know what? Not anymore with the Eufy video lock. I touch it. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. One second doors unlocked much much easier so if you want to jump on board with eufy video lock search eufy video lock that is e u f y video lock again that's eufy video lock e u f y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door Going on to round four, common opponents. And I just want to say, uh, theirs was so much harder than mine. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is true. All right, for this game, I'll give you two wrestlers. You tell me who wrestled both of them in a King of the Ring tournament. If I said Neville and Sheamus, hopefully you respond to Wade Barrett. Now, every pair I give you will be on pay-per-view from 93 to 2002. So no qualifying matches, no matches on TV. And the wrestlers I give you, the matches may not have occurred in the order I give you the name. So everyone gets five questions. Correct answers with one point apiece. Trevor, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. Your two names are Vader and Steve Austin. Jake Roberts is correct. All right, Justin, you get Jim Duggan and Razor Ramon. Could it be uh, Bam Bam Bigelow? It could, and it is correct. Matt, you get Kurt Angle and Rob Van Dam. Oh, Chris Jericho. Correct. All right, Trevor, back to you. You have Bret Hart and Owen Hart. 
uh, Razor Ramon. Correct. Everyone perfect so far. Justin, you get uh, some shooters here. Dan Severn <laughs> and Ken Shamrock. The Rock. Famous Rock is correct. All right, Matt, you get Rikishi and Edge. Rikishi and Edge. Okay, so... Edge. Oh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is correct. All right, Trevor, you get Owen Hart and Lex Luger. Tatanka. Tatanka is correct. Mm. All right, Justin, you have Jerry Lawler and Triple H. The Deranged Mankind. Both in 97 is correct. All right, Matt, you get Mabel and Razor Ramon. IRS. IRS is correct. All right, Trevor, you have The Undertaker and Savio Vega. Mabel? Mabel is correct. All right, Justin, you have Bob Holly and the Road Dog. X-Pac. X-Pac is correct. I can't believe you got that one. All right, Matt, you have Chris Benoit and Val Venus. Rikishi? Rikishi. I wrote Mabel in my notes, but Rikishi is correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trevor, your last question. You have X-Pac and Kane. Oh, Xbox wrestled so many goddamn King of the Ring matches. Um, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is correct. Whoa. My word. All right, Justin. Your two names are Savio Vega and China. I, I think it should be the Road Dog. You are correct. That is the Road Dog. That's four years apart. All right, Matt. You have Jeff Jarrett and Billy Gunn. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock is correct. Everyone perfect that round. I can't believe it. I wonder if my notes leaked online or something. (laughs) So at the end of that round, we have Justin in the lead with 17. Trevor with 15. Matt with 11 as we head to our final game, the sprint. This game, I will ask each of you 10 individual fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. Correct answers are with one point apiece. We do not go back, so if you don't know, just guess. Matt, you're in third place. You're up first. Are you ready? Uh, yes. I'll All right. say yes this time. <laughs> the 95 King of the Ring, Bret Hart versus Jerry Lawler, was a blank match. Kiss my foot. Correct. The 1994 King of the Ring took place in blank, the same city where Art Donovan played football. Baltimore. Baltimore is correct. 1993, Mr. Hughes was disqualified against Mr. Perfect when he hit him with blank. An urn. An urn. The Undertaker's urn is correct. Mabel pinned Undertaker in 1995 after blank interfered. Comma? Comma's correct. Blank pulled out in 1995 due to injury sustained in a house show ladder match. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon is correct. Blank hit Brett with a chair during the King of the Ring 1993 finals. Was it Luna Vachon? It was Luna Vachon. Blank distracted Crush during the tag title match in 1994. I really have no idea. Um, okay, uh, I'm trying to think of who I could even guess for this one. Um, was it... Uh, not... Bret Hart, I don't know. Oh, it was Lex Luger, unfortunately. Okay. All right, Blank emerged with the hardcore title at the end of the Patterson-Briscoe evening gown match in 2000. Crash Holly. Crash Holly's correct. Mr. Perfect and Blank had a three-match series to get into the 1993 tournament. Doink! Doink is correct. And finally, 
Famous tag team Blank worked as doorman at the 1995 King of the Ring. Doorman. Uh, the Bushwhackers? That was the Hardys. The Hardys oh, in wow. Ring Rule. All right, but Matt, you know. had you had eight correct answers. To added to your 11 to give you 19. You're currently in the lead. <laughs> so, sure. <laughs> let's get this straight. I have to get five of ten to guarantee that for the first time <laughs> in the history of this show, I don't finish last. That's Who correct. wants to bet that that's going to happen? Because I bet you it's not. I'm betting on you, Trevor. Well, I believe we'll in you. You tend to lose control in this one. I would just say <laughs> take a breath before each answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Slow down. I'm scratching right, the bump on my leg. Here we go. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Blank had hurt in 1996 and required stitches in his mouth between matches. Steve Austin? Correct. Blank confronted Bret Hart after he won the tournament in 1993. Uh, Jerry Lawler. Correct. Blank was reportedly the pick to win the 1996 King of the Ring before Steve Austin. Triple H. Correct. Former WCW star Blank made his first appearance in the title match at King of the Ring 2001. I should know this. Uh, Lance Storm. Oh, it was Booker T. Oh, yeah, of course. Blank at Undertaker with an urn during his match with Mankind in 1996. Comma. Oh, it was Paul Bearer. Oh. The 1998 Hell in a Cell match saw the debut of Blank in the WWF, which saw Mankind get chokeslammed onto them. Uh, thumbtacks. Thumbtacks is correct. Too much defeated Al Snow and Head in 1998 when Blank. The head got pinned? Well, what happened that led to that? Fun action? Oh, that is very incorrect. Uh, <laughs> a bottle of Head and Shoulders got... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. The Dudleys versus Tory, X-Pac, and Road Dog in 2000 was a blank match. Tables and dumpsters match. That's correct. Blank was on the line in the 1999 ladder match between Steve Austin and Vince and Shane McMahon. Like, who gets to run the WWE or is it... Yes, control of the company is correct. Okay, and the 1993 King of the Ring took place in the city of blank. Uh, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio is correct. So, Trevor, you have seven correct answers. That gives you 22 points. You are currently in the lead. Wow. This is a, this is a, well, it is a nightmare come true. I literally, I, well, actually, no, a nightmare come false, actually. <laughs> this, this is great. Yes. All right, Justin. What's up? You need... <laughs> You need five correct answers to tie, six to win. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, again, I just give a shout out to Matt's old roommate, Tom Feely, because he and I are the only two people who remember when Connor O'Brien was on NXT. He said, Dayton, Ohio. Hey. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> now I'm ready. Well, I okay. don't remember that, so go ahead. <laughs> All righty. Yokozuna beat Hulk Hogan in 1993 after blank. A one, two, three in the middle of that <laughs> I guess after an uh, explosion went off in his face from a camera. Yes, that's correct. 1994 King of the Ring took place on the holiday of blank. Huh? I guess Father's Day, probably. You guess correct. The 95 King of the Ring was called by Vince McMahon and blank. The 95 King of the Ring was called mm-hmm. by Vince McMahon and blank. Okay, Lawler is in a Kiss My Royal Foot match. Doc Hendricks. Doc Hendricks was on the calls, correct. Diesel beat Brett by DQ in 1994 when Blank interfered. The Anvil Neidhart. Correct. 
Plank pushed Jerry Lawler's feet off the ropes during his match with Roddy Piper in 1994. A little boy? (laughs) (laughs) The Piper impersonating child? Yes, yes. Blank was a special enforcer during the Sean Bulldog match in 1996. Uh, Mr. Perfect? Correct. 1995 was held in the city of Blank, as the crowd chanted for a local promotion at several points during the show. Brotherly love. Yes, Philadelphia, Philadelphia is correct. You said the city of... Okay. <laughs> Blank interfered in the Shawn Michaels Crush match in 1993. I feel like it's either... The clown or the bodyguard diesel? Was it the bodyguard diesel? Oh, it was Doink. You were on so close. Mother flipping. Blank cost Chris Jericho his 2000 King of the Ring match against Kurt Angle by distracting the ref. Single and ready to mingle. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie McMahon. Correct. (laughs) And lastly, Chris Jericho flipped out in 2002 after Blank gave his match with RVD a middling review. Okay, we worked for this guy this week, Joe. (laughs) That's true. Wade Keller. Is correct. <laughs> Justin, you had nine correct answers, giving you 28 points. You are the winner. Thank you. Of the five-star match game. Feels so good. Very well done. See, everyone did great on that job. Everyone's, I'm the uh, king. Congratulations, Justin. Thank you, subject. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, the, the only 2000 pay-per-view that I never saw was the 2000 King of the Ring. And it's because... The last minute, this is such a weird thing. Uh, my my friend's parents were like, "We have an extra ticket to see Eddie Izzard, so let's <laughs> do that." So I went and saw him instead, and uh, I had taped the King of the Ring at home. But then everyone said it was bad, and I didn't watch it. Wow! But I still have never seen it. Wow! Does y'all remember on Delphi when everyone was fighting about whether it was a good show or not, just because we <laughs> didn't want the streak of great shows to end? It wasn't at all. No, it was not. I, it was like it was like, oh, they're going to do Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero, uh-huh. and then they both lost. <laughs> Some sexy brackets. Anyway, congratulations, Justin. Yes. Thank you. How's your pustule, Trevor? Uh, it's good. If I had broken it open, it would. It, it's not. It's 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 a hard lump. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> You should just end the show on that, Joe. The last, last yeah. line of the show. It's a hard lump. Good night, everybody. No, you guys have to fight for my amusement in the gladiatorial <laughs> arena of naming numbers. That's true. I do have the tiebreaker on hand if uh, both Matt and Trevor wish to, uh, to, wish to partake. Okay. Well, if Matt gets this, Matt beats me. Let's do I it. mean, no one will think that, but yes, you can say <laughs> it. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take you lying and saying so. Sure. All right. Your question from 1985 to last year's entries. How many King of the Ring and Queen's Crown tournament matches have there been? Not counting qualifiers, just actual tournament matches. We have Matt's guess of 140. We have Trevor's guess of 369. The correct answer is 275. We do not do prices right rules. It's just whoever is closest. So, Trevor, you did it. He wow. did it. I'm also looking at our uh, DM history, Joe, <laughs> on here. Uh, I have a message from the first time you asked me to do this show, and my answer was, I'll be honest, but unfortunately, I know, I'd be honored, but unfortunately, I am awful at trivia. My memory is terrible, and I'd be terrible. But I honestly appreciate you asking, so I don't know why I ended up doing the show over and over again, but here we are. I am finally not in last place. The dream has come true. 
And my and my promise at the beginning of the show has also come true. I would embarrass myself this week. I would embarrass myself this week. But I will I will have my vengeance when you do a show on the WWE <laughs> pay-per-view vengeance. <laughs> I think honestly, like I know the least about King of the Ring is like not the embarrassment that you think it is, Matt. Mm. Mm, yeah. I, you know what it is. I I should not give up the chance to do the list, because because uh, you all always get the lists. That that that's that's my my strat my next strategy. Always say yes to the list. A good show. Uh, yes to the dress. I was gonna make up a joke halfway after getting the sentence out. I didn't come up with one. You're right though, Matt, because I went well outside of my comfort zone and I was scared. But I was scared to relinquish control of the list. Yes. All right, Justin, do you have anything to plug? I guess so, yeah. Um, Firstably, I know there's a through line from when Trevor accidentally said Martha Hart instead of Helen Hart on this show (laughs) and her returning to the glory of professional wrestling. So he really needs to believe in himself more. Things that I I done been doing so many of these freaking shows with all you jokesters uh, my whole damn life. Joe and I just recorded a privileged paywall podcast with Alan Cunahan of the whatever it's called now, talking about the career and life and legacy of Mick Foley, one of the wrestlers we talked about on this show. Very consequential pay per view for this man, Michael Foley. And that's available wherever you would find that. Alan's Twitter. Uh, I think it must have been exactly a year ago I booked through the years, which was huge for me. And Joe said (laughs) it was funny. (laughs) We were talking about a 2005 Ring of Honor show. And you can find that. They'll tell you soon in a minute. You just wait. And uh, in February, other times, and coming up soon... I have talked about AEW with the Elite Beat Podcast. They are uh, some plucky upstarts, and they talk about AEW, and it's called the Elite Beat, and I guess you can find it on Spotify. And if you find the Elite Beats, that's a playlist someone made of trance music. I'm not doing a joke. Um, (laughs) One of the co-hosts whose Twitter would have links to it, his name is Andy Napier. That's Nap Daddy 33 Nap Like. Three of the letters in NAACP. <laughs> and Daddy. <laughs> and Daddy liked the Daddy section of AEW. Where are my daddies? Nap Daddy 33. Do you think that that's how he like spells his name when he's like on the phone with like an operator? <laughs> did, did you get that from him? Does he approve of that explanation of the spelling of his name? Is what I'm trying to is what I'm trying to ask. He said the letters stand for the same things as well. He's the National Association of People. <laughs> All right, moving on. Trevor, why don't you plug your uh, your show with Matt? Yeah, uh, we do a podcast called Through the Years. The through is spelled T-H-R-O-H. It can be anywhere you look up podcasts. It should be there. Uh, we uh, review Ring of R, but we do it in order. We do it from the very start. And uh, we just finished 2005. So every show from 2002 to 2005 we have done. We're about to start 2006 pretty soon. Tomorrow, actually. In fact, that probably means that this by the time this show comes out, our first episode of 2006 will probably be out, which I'm really excited for. And yeah, 
It's a lot of fun, and I don't know why I'm being so formal about it, and my <laughs> Twitter is at Trevor Game, and it's not as good as the podcast. <laughs> what? You do numbers. <laughs> really, the only, the, reason, it's the only reason the show has any listeners is because of how exciting Trevor's Twitter is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pulse-pounding. I told Trevor he has enough followers to where... Random strangers scream at him all day, but not enough to really monetize it in any kind of way. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. random, random, random strangers and also famous wrestlers scream also at him all true, day. Yes. Multiple oh. national companies. Sometimes I reply <laughs> to him, and then I'm like, "Your people are still talking to me, and I'm getting notifications." And I'm like, to stop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, on that note, let me say the five star match game is a proud member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Follow us on Twitter at 5 Star Match Game with the number 5, or email us at 5 Star Match Game at gmail.com with the number 5 spelled out. If you want Can to make I a donation. Out and did Matt do plugs? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was, oh, no, yeah. Please go ahead. I, I assume through the years kind of covered that, but any other projects How you dare. have, uh, feel free. Um, I'd like to plug Joe Gagne and the, as the host of the 5 Star Match Game. It is a top wrestling podcast. So much fun to listen to, especially when I'm not on it. And. Um, I'd also like to plug my good friend Trevor Dame. Despite what people think about him, he's a nice man. And, <laughs> Go ahead. He's a good heart. Don't let the cynicism fool you. And Justin Shapiro is one funny guy. And I'd Aww. also like to plug reading books. It's fun. And, uh, yeah. That's about it. All right. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, Not Justin. Yes, yeah, sorry, Joe, that you were in the zone. But I, I was in the zone. It. I will start over. I will. Uh, I will do some clever editing, and you will not hear this. But I will say the five. He's standing up for my friend. Again, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, I'm done. All right. The five star match game is a proud member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Follow us on Twitter at five star match game with the number five, or email the show at five star match game at gmail.com with the number five spelled out. If you want to make a donation to the show, go to our Red Circle page, hit the donate button. Cool if you do. It's okay if you don't. Our logo is designed by Rich Creech. The show may be edited for entertainment purposes. I'll try to be back in June to get it back on schedule. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 